Hey guys, thank you for tuning in. This is The Reload Season 2, my final episode, episode 6. And I'm sitting with a game changer right here, literally, <laughs> if I must say. He goes by the name of Hip Hop Gamer. Introduce yourself. I'm not gonna say, I'm not gonna say much. Um, and let's carry on this interview. Uh, yo, what's up, man? It's the one and only Hip Hop Gamer, Hot 9-7, Logitech G, NBA 2K League, Def Jam Records. Be out here, you know what I'm saying? You already know what it is. Reload, baby. Load it up. Let's get it. Yeah. Oh. All right. Yes, yes, yes. So, Hip Hop Gamer. Um, like I tell everybody, I, I, I find so many people on Instagram, but unfortunately, like with you, I met you through Music Entrepreneur yeah. um, Conference um, that we had at um, Microsoft Office Building, and you were one of the, um, you spoke too, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah you spoke I, I was too. One of the you were one of the panelists, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And um, you just educated so many of us on like the importance of gaming and how it's so influential, you know, through music, but also through the mental state, right? Of, Absolutely. Of being that therapy that a lot of people, um, that a lot of people, a lot of people need. And, um, and, and using that as a, as a avenue, you know, especially if you are a gamer, even if you're not a gamer, it's just, you know, a way of, um, of relaxing and getting into another world. Um, so tell tell me first, tell me how did you get into the game, um, mm -hmm. working in entertainment, and then that transition from music to gaming or vice versa, however it was for you. Got you. So, um, well, first it started with my grandma, you know what I'm saying? Like, she told me how to play video games when I was four years old. I've been playing video games and you know since I was four with my grandmoms, and that uh, spearheaded where we at today. So um, Pac-Man was the first game I ever played, but Super Mario Brothers Nintendo 8-Bit is what made me a game. Like that was it after that, right? So fast forward, um, I saw this video, uh, cause back in the day, G4 Tech TV, uh, that was like the ESPN of you know, gaming. We was able to watch that on television. And um, I was a big fan of that uh, show, especially my man Adam Sessler. Mm -hmm. So when I was watching that, right, um, it started to feel like the corporations was getting to their voices and things wasn't as genuine or as real anymore. So instead of complaining, I just started creating. And I started, that's when I started making my own like YouTube videos and everything. And when I did that, I got discovered by a gentleman by the name of Torrance Davis, who had a website called thefitbag.com. Once I got discovered by him, um, he allowed me to take the, my show, the hip hop gamer show that I was doing weekly on Sundays. He allowed me to take that show and put it on his website. And because of my work and my consistency, um, he allowed me to go to E3. And E3, this is back in 2008. So mm -hmm. E3 is like the Super Bowl of the gaming industry. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So when I um, went out there for the first time, I broke a lot of barriers. I did some of the biggest interviews with all types of major developers and executives and CEOs. And mm -hmm. when that happened, it was like the first time anybody has ever seen somebody like me with a right. big championship <laughs> belt coming through, going crazy. You know, wearing my heart on my sleeve because I'm passionate. Because, like, in any professional world, they try to make it seem like, you know, you got to be reserved and you have to be right, professional right, right. and stuff like that. And I was like, I ain't agree with none of that. And yeah. I've always been the kind of person where, um, you know, I'm a be a trendsetter. I'm a lead. Like, you know what I'm saying? So, y'all do what y'all do, but you'll follow me later. You know what I'm saying? So, right, like, that's right. just, like, my mentality. <laughs> so, um, 
So did that, uh, um, broke a lot of barriers. So that like cemented me in the gaming industry. So that's what led me there. Uh, and then fast forward to the Hot 97 situation, you know, with the music, music side of things, a lot, of, I'm not sure if a lot of people know, but I used to supervise the mailroom from like 2000, oh, 2000. Okay. Yeah, so I, I used to supervise the mailroom for Universal Music Group. So I knew everybody at every record label, like everybody from- Come on, what they, year? What year was uh, this? Oh, so, f well, from 2000 to 2014, I was supervising oh. the mailroom. Yeah, so for 14 years, I knew everybody in the record in in the record company business. Everybody. So I don't, you don't know you don't know this, but I was interning at Universal Music Group in the year of 2014. So probably by the time you left, I was really? just coming in. That's crazy. Interning so, at um, Cash Money Records, a Republic Records. Republic? On the floor. Yes. On the floor? Yo, I a probably floor. met you. Yes. I probably yes. met you. So we probably because, yeah, we probably met each other because I was supervising the mailroom there. And uh -huh. when you say when you say uh Republic, um, there's so many people I know in uh, mm -hmm. Republic because it was Interscope, Geffen, A and M, and stuff like that. And yeah, mm -hmm. Republic or the mm -hmm. floors because that was 1755 Broadway. Right. Right. Like that. Yep. 1755 yep. Broadway. Yep. So who did you work under? Um, Katina, Katina, um, Barron, Katina, uh, Barron, 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 I, 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 I think it's Katina Oh, I'm trying Byram. to remember. Katina Byron. Yeah, yeah, Katina Byron and Vicky Charles. Vicky Charles? Yeah, oh. Vicky. <laughs> yeah, Vicky is the holy. Oh my, yo, that's crazy. Vicky Charles, I, yeah. I still, I still email Vicky to this day. She don't respond that's crazy. back like she used to. She, she yeah, Vic, yeah, so Vicky Charles. Um, because yeah. on that floor, I believe it was Monty Lippman because it was the Lippman. Yep, Monty. Like that. They, yeah, yeah they Monty Lippman. Yep, the yeah, Monty Lippman, he cool yep. people too. So, yo, that's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> they real cool too. <laughs> yep. So, you know, I, I, I'm the supervisor in the mailroom for 14 years within the mm -hmm. entire music business. All right. Mm -hmm. So, I so when I did, uh, so shout out to my man, Davey D. He was the one that was telling me that, yo, Hot 97 can utilize what you do. Because a lot of people saw what I was doing. Or, like, they would see me do an interview with, like, like a major actor or somebody. And then mm -hmm. I'm coming to work the next day. Right, and he's like, right, yo, right. how do you do what you do? And, but you're still here. Like, what's going on? So um, I did a, a red carpet uh, event for this video game that Facebook was doing called Kicking. Mm -hmm. And the game wasn't um, good, but they did, like, a big event. And in this event, that's how I got a chance to meet Ebro and Peter Rosenberg and and, okay. um, and their representation and stuff. And I did an interview with Peter Rosenberg and it was dope. And that interview led to further conversations with Hot 97. Cause I was like, yo, y'all got all these listeners. Y'all don't talk about gaming at all. And all your listeners game, tell me, like, I know this. I mean, uh, my name is Hip Hop Gaming, you know I know. Right. So, um, so, uh, uh, so we had a meeting and fast forward, that meeting turned into a huge partnership um, that uh, I got Logitech G involved and stuff okay. like that. So that's how, you know, I got started in gaming in terms of my grandma. And then um, my boy Torrance Davis uh, gave me the opportunity to be in the industry and being in the industry led to the partnership, you know, with, right. with Hot 97 and Logitech G, which eventually grown to so many more things now and I'm just blessed. So that's pretty Man. much like, like a journey. Man, that's yeah. that's amazing. I I don't even think I recall you saying any of this at the event, but it's just it's interesting and it's yeah. such a small small world. Um, yeah. And and with you, you know, getting that intro into to the music world where you're bringing in gaming and music.
music and tying those two together. Um, yeah. What 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 do you feel like is the big was the biggest hurdle for you while you were maneuvering through those things, trying to bring let people know the importance of gaming and how music is so influential in gaming and what what avenues that they you know what things they can touch and open up. Oh well, them. well the biggest hurdle was greed. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. A, a lot a, a lot of people they felt like they could just copy and paste what they've done in under in other industries and just come to gaming and think it's gonna work for them. See, the problem is, um, this is something that I talk about a lot, but I have a quote where I say, character is your currency. So who you are is what's actually valuable. Like not what you have or what you can do, like who you are is what's valuable. So what I say that to say this, um, a lot of people just thought they could throw money at gaming and it'll work for them because they seen it work for somebody else or whatever, whatever. It doesn't work like that. If you ain't real, it ain't gonna work. It's kind of like what hip hop mm. used to be back in the day where you right. actually had to write your own stuff and be talented and right. you know so on and so forth. In gaming, that's the same way. And one of the reasons why is because the value is respect. See, like in music, I could listen to that stuff for free or I could get Spotify and listen to it ad free. I don't have to pay for nothing, but I'm still getting the music. Whereas in gaming, you spending sixty dollars to get that game, like you know what I'm saying? Or if you play Fortnite for free, you're gonna buy the stuff in the game to make your character better or whatever. Like this is all proof and stuff. So there's a respect value to the cost, which mm. which makes the industry bigger and better than any other industry in entertainment as a collective. So um, that was one of the biggest hurdles because you could talk to somebody, but a lot of people don't. A lot of people feel like they're too big in one area to be humble in a new area if they trying to grow in this new area. Like, you know what I'm saying? They feel like, well, I'm, well, I'm such and such. Why I got to do that? I'm such and such. Why I got to do that? All right, well, let's you such and such self over there. Right? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, right, and that's right. it. So so what so what started happening is, um, you know, uh, and I want to give a shout out to them too, but Game Attack Radio and Console Kings, before I came in the industry, they was... Um, bringing that, uh, bridging that gap with hip hop and gaming. But Console mm-hmm. Kings was doing it more from an eventful standpoint and Game Attack Radio was doing it more from a podcast standpoint as a collective. I'm the first person mm-hmm. to do it as an individual, like right. as a voice and my name is the brand. You know what right. I'm saying? My name right. is, embodies everything. So um, what I started doing was I'm an artist myself. So mm-hmm. I make songs for video games too. I'm a character in video games. So I just started I was doing everything that I wanted to do that others wanted to do as well. Mm. And they started coming to me, asking me, yo, how did you do this? Or how can we do this together, blah, blah, blah. So just my be- just by me following my passion and my dreams created the inspiration that humbled others that made them willing to learn and be a part of it, correct? And that's how I was able to bring a lot of people together, such as a Hot 97, such as, you know, a lot of these uh, people, because they started to see the vision Mm -hmm. and them seeing the vision allowed me to bring like financial stuff to it because they was willing internally to give me the opportunity to show and prove. So it's like, it's things things of that nature. So now everybody sees it a lot more and it's more clearer. So more people are respecting the fact that they have to take time out to learn. They have to remove their ego and figure out how they can make it work for them. So I feel like I helped to pioneer that movement. So what what are you seeing right now in in the trend with music and gaming, especially you being a hip hop gamer? 
Like, okay. what do you see, or even what are you working on right now that you know you see the mm-hmm. what the future is going to be uh, with the skills that you have and in the experience working in both um, industries. Okay, so one thing that I see is a lot of these um, music companies and record labels, you're gonna have Twitch studios. Like, you know, like built in there. Um, they're gonna have Twitch studios built. I mean, Sony already has one. Um, you know, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm with Dev Jam, so I'm, mm-hmm. work, I'm working with a whole lot of things that nobody else is doing. And, um, and uh, even even Republic, I think Republic, they have their own um, gaming division that they're building out uh, right now. Mm-hmm. So you're gonna see, so you're gonna see um, a lot more record labels mm-hmm. do more things in gaming. And beyond just having like uh, music uh, in games, like you're gonna start seeing their artists be more productive in the gaming space across the board. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like you might see artists perform at Evo, which is one of the biggest fighting game tournaments in the world. Like you're gonna start really seeing these uh, collaborations on a different scale. But I think the biggest change is gonna be this. And I'm I'm gonna just put it out there Um, in terms of Twitch, YouTube, Mixer, like a lot of these streaming platforms. Mm-hmm. The first, I'm telling you, the first streaming platform that like secures a deal musically with a major label, like a, you know, a universal music group or whatever. The first company that do that where they give the opportunity for all the streamers to play mm-hmm. games and listen to their own music, listen to the music that they love to listen to without copyright strikes and, and right. them being flagged for it. The first mm-hmm. company that allows that parody across the board is probably going to win the streaming battle, like, like for real, mm-hmm. because that's one of the biggest missing elements that everybody's trying to find a workaround with. You know, say even if you're playing a video game and there's music in the background, already you're flagged. Flag. Even if yeah. the music is in the game, like all this other crazy stuff. So I think, from a music standpoint, the first company that achieves that goal will probably win that streaming war, and um, at least for you know that time being. So I think that's one of the things that you're gonna see that that changes in the music industry and how they adapt to um, uh, gaming. And on top of that, even in the fashion industry, like we've seen it with Louis Vuitton and um, League of Legends, how they blended a concert together and made that work. Uh, it's, uh, it's so many incredible things that's happening, but there's so many more things that hasn't happened yet. So I'm just excited. Right. Right. I'm glad you brought up the copyright thing because that's one of the things I hate about Instagram. I even have artists where, like when I'm interviewing artists, I share the music, their single that they're working on. And for instance, Facebook for sure, will flag something and not post it, not realizing that actually this music was sent to me. And that's why that content is in my video along with the picture of the artist. So why is this being flagged? I feel like that's a problem in, a, in, 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 in some ways, something that they need to work on other than just flagging just because they automatically hear um, the song. Like, are you actually even looking at the content that's being attached to that, that video or to that post or whatever the case may be? So. I'm, I'm really interested in, in seeing this. I don't know much about Twitch. I hear about Twitch a lot. I hear about all these other platforms. But now I feel like I need to get on board and yeah. um, and really start investing in, in seeing, like, what's the big deal with it and, and how can I be a part of, of this amazing community? Because I know, I know that it's big, you know. 
um, yo, you got what I would tell anybody is, you know, the more you know, the more you learn, the more valuable become, the more valuable you become. A lot of people don't. A lot of people are in position, especially internally, to do a lot of these things. So mm-hmm. if you're doing that and providing that for them, they'll just give you the bag. They'd be like, yo, look, here, you do it. So they can sit back and benefit from having it, even though yeah. they're not the ones producing it because they're not willing to take the time to know how to do it. It's like with me, I'm not good with cars. I know how to drive, but I ain't no mechanic. <laughs> so I'm not going so I'm not going to take courses to learn how to do all this. I don't got time for that. That's why you have mechanics. That's why you got, you know, like doctors. Everybody is great at what they do. So you focus on what you're great on. And if yeah. what you do can be valuable to somebody else, then you be... Hey, look, I know what you're trying to do, but you're going about it all wrong. I can do it for you and take care of it. You fall back and benefit from it, pass the bag over, and I got you. Yeah. That's it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you got to figure out ways to work together, but you the more knowledge and, and the more knowledge you develop in certain areas, especially nowadays, oh, man, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Um, it's extremely valuable uh, in terms of the digital world. Yeah. So, um, and speaking of digital and gaming and all of that, tell tell me, like, who is your dream team? If you were to select an artist or a group of artists, a group of gamers or a particular gamer, as well as with the, a game, gaming developing company or, you know, or whatever company that may already be out saying. there, like, wh- what's that vision for you? Who do you uh, see okay. in, in that? Okay, so I'll mix it up a bit. So I'll, I'll give you like a game developer, I'll give you an artist, and um, you know I'll give you a game like in terms of like a dream team, yeah, like, like yeah, how you were yeah. saying. <laughs> so in terms of game development, a dream team would I would say Rockstar Games, uh, Sony Santa Monica, Naughty Dog, uh, Ninja Theory. And and ooh, that last one is always that last one, man. <laughs> it's always that last one. Uh, Insomniac Games. I'll probably okay. go Insomniac Games as like a dream team mm-hmm. from a game development standpoint, right? And then as a music, like from the music side of things, a dream team to me, the um, Eminem, mm. um, uh, J Cole. Um, then I would definitely throw Jada Kiss in there. <laughs> okay. Definitely throw Jada. Um, Fifty Cent. Definitely throw Fifty Cent. Mm-hmm. And and my boy DNA, uh, okay. battle rapper DNA. Uh, okay. I, that would be my dream team on the music side. Then, uh, in terms of like gamers and everything, my dream team will probably be Sonic Fox. Um, ooh, this is crazy. Uh, so, uh, yeah, so Sonic Fox. Um, uh, I will probably go with uh, uh, what what's um what's that dude um. Oh uh, man, Bear the Beast, because uh, he, he he's uh the face of the NBA 2K League. So I'll go with okay. Bear the Beast. Um, 
Uh, definitely go with myself. Of course, uh, why not? Yeah, definitely gonna go with myself. Um, I need two more. I will go with Ninja. I will go with Ninja. Mm -hmm. Uh, and um, his marketing team is crazy. Like, okay. <laughs> so I, I, I will go with Ninja, and then I will go with um, uh, uh Nade Shot okay. on Face Clan. That would be like my dream team dream in each team. Res in each respective uh, area, area. And stuff yeah. like that. Yeah, I feel like with that, I cover all bases. I, I got mm -hmm. the I got the hood and the authenticity. Mm -hmm. I got the marketing and, and the reach and the attention of those that's beyond the core. Mm -hmm. um, I have the consistency uh, of um, in terms of the work ethic and the execution. And so like that, like, you, yeah, you can't lose with that. You can't lose with that. You can't lose with that. <laughs> that's, that's, that's dope. And with this gaming, of course, you will build whatever theme and all that that you want. Which yeah, would then course. take us into a place of what I want to focus on today. And I think this is what you want to focus on, too, a little bit. Yeah. The, ment the mental health of gaming. And, of course. And, and how important it is and the impact that gaming has had on um and continues to have on individuals who play it um along with the music that's included into it talk tell it tell tell me about your experience with this and like who you're working with when it comes to mental health and gaming and um especially with the state that we're dealing with right now with the covid um virus that's taking place a lot of people are going through depression they're going through mental Ill illness as a whole and and how gaming and music can all help individuals uh, with their mental state right now got you so it's so many ways so many ways so let's dive deep into this one mm -hmm. so the first thing i would say is when it comes to the mental health situation and gaming mm -hmm. so i got a friend of mine gave me a call, was going through a lot of stuff, right? And, um, but you know, we're both gamers, but he was going through a lot of stuff personally, right? So, what I was telling him, I was like, yo, look, like, why do you care? Like, why does their opinion mean more to you than your own opinion of you? Like, why is that? Why do you value what somebody else say about you more than what you say about yourself? Why? Like, where does that come from? And um, when uh, when he said when he, what he said, he was just tired of being attacked. You know, everybody's saying something. You know, what I'm saying. And I guess it's something that he dealt with, you know, all the time. And in my mind, he's a gamer, but he's having a mental issue right now, and he uh, reached out. So what I told him, I was like, "Yo, look, I used video game references to help the situation out, which was crazy to me." Mm. So. One of the games that we both love is a game that just uh, came out, uh, Final Fantasy VII Remake. And this is a remake of a game that came out in 1997. But in this game, there's so many moments and emotional things and this and that, this and that. But one of the most, one of the biggest moments in Final Fantasy VII Remake is just the ability to be there for someone. Mm. Uh, the ability to be there for someone, to, gen to show genuine love. That's something that you will learn and see in this game. So we mm. talked about a moment that happened in that game that we both, you know, played before, and it eased his whole aura. Like, like you know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? And mm -hmm. then we started having fun talking about games and talking about other stuff. And literally, like that, it was like it didn't even matter. 
anymore. And and the reason why, because gaming, we have an emotional connection with right, gaming right, in, right. In, in, in it. So when you it's have that emotion, yeah. <laughs> so when you have that emotional connection, even through conversation, the the intricacies of things you experience in a game calm them down from the evils of the world. Mm. That was one experience that was crazy to me. That's one. Now the second experience is this in terms of the mental health thing. A lot of times people don't feel valuable in the world they live in because society makes it feel, makes you seem like if you don't have a certain amount of money or if you don't have certain cars or if you don't have a house or if you don't have certain things, you ain't nothing. Mm. And you're gonna be treated like that. You know what I'm saying? Like the society does that to you. You know what I'm saying? So my thing is what I've learned um, is like if you're if you're so damaged by the way society treats you, you could play a game and in a game you could be a superhero, like you know what I'm saying, or you can you know be this mythical creature, whatever it is, or you could create whatever character you want to make. You could kind of be like what you really want to be or whatever and it takes you away from that you know what i'm saying so gaming provides a major level of escape the reason why is because if you look at if you listen to music that could provide an escape i get it if you watch a movie that could provide an escape you watch something entertained but gaming is the only platform that gives you a sense of control because you have a controller in your hand so it's like you doing this stuff you are making these things happen when you level up you leveled up when you, mm. you know what I'm saying when you beat that boss like that final boss battle you achieved that like it's a different feeling and it kind of makes you feel alive when the world can make you feel dead right. you understand what I'm saying yeah. that's the second part of it that uh, uh you know messes with the uh, mind as well mm. you understand that's the second part and the third thing I'll say there's a whole bunch of more there's a whole bunch more things but the third thing I'll say is when you look at the COVID-19 situation that we're in right now, mm-hmm. right? And that that post, I saw this post on um, uh, uh, LinkedIn and I have reposted it on my Instagram where um, the Who uh, um, and my girl, uh, Red Infamy, she had uh, uh, mentioned this um, as well, but she had saw an article too. She was like, um, uh, uh, wait, what they said? I'm trying to make sure I don't want to say the wrong thing. But they said that uh, gaming was um, a, a mental disorder or something like that. Yeah, yeah. Oh, they yeah, said yeah. gaming. Oh, yeah, yeah that's what it was. Today, yeah. Um, yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. So, so shout out to my man Mike Schneider. Mike Schneider, he did that report. So mm-hmm. they were saying how gaming, you know, before COVID nineteen, mm-hmm. gaming was a mental disorder and all this other stuff. And now, now during COVID nineteen, oh, gaming is a great way, right, <laughs> to, to get through to me as a pastime. You need to do this, and stuff like that. But what's so funny about it is they got um, what the who is what the World Health Organization is doing right now is they are having gaming tournaments where they are raising money for the COVID nineteen thing because everybody's gaming. So, the, so it's so funny how. The same company that has something bad to say about it is now the same company utilizing gaming to generate money for the COVID-19 situation. Wow, so now they're the face mm-hmm. of raising money and right. blah, blah, blah. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. So you already, you already know how that goes. You know, that's just them being fake with it. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But, but what I would say is I feel like this is a great opportunity for them to actually take time out. Whoever is the representative of the WHO, um, I think it's a great opportunity for them to, to like be a guest on a on a show like mine or be a guest on a lot of gaming shows to, to actually be like, hey, look, 
I mean, hopefully it's genuine, but I think yeah. if they came out and was like, yo, look, real talk, you was wrong. Like, mm-hmm. we know, we were just following what other people were saying and we didn't do our proper study and we was wrong. And this is our way of trying to change it. And you ain't gonna see us talk like that again because then we learned our lesson. I can have, respect that. But have you if reached out to them? Have you reached out? No, not yet, okay. not yet. Okay. There, there's something that I'm doing with them. Okay, all right. And, and I want to do something with them first. Because so now <laughs> I now I can prove the concept alongside them. So when I speak, I can speak based on what we did instead of speaking based on what ifs. Mm. You know what I'm saying? In journalism, yeah. you want to deal with facts, not what ifs. You know right, what I'm saying? Right. So in order for me to do it correctly, in terms of the follow-up, I want to do something with them first. So now we have a reference. Right. You know what I mean? To speak on. So that'll come uh, soon. But, um... But yeah, man, like, you know what I'm saying? It's like, uh, uh, when you look at that, it just goes to show that um, gaming has always been at the core of a fun factor for everyone. Gaming has always been a fun factor uh, um, pastime for everyone to come together. And in this day and age, speaking for me, what I'm doing is using gaming as a platform to bring people together to break the barrier of negativity and tension so mm-hmm. conversations can be created so things can be better as a collective with all of us together as people. That's like my whole thing because that's how um, it worked for me. Whether going to the arcades and you got the quarters and you beat the people, that was our social media. You know what I'm saying? Like back then, you know, back in the day and between my grandmother, between video games and church, that's, that's what raised me. So, my whole goal is just to bring people together using gaming as a platform to break the barrier. That's it. Well, man, I I hope you continue doing what you're doing and much success with um, the partnership that you have with um, Pool and, and other. No, no, it's not a partnership that I have with them, but I'm going to do something, do something with, with them, them. Okay. that can potentially lead to a partnership to make sure we get things correct now that they made this latest statement. All right. Well, we're going to put it out there in the atmosphere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely put it I'm out there, gonna yeah. Speak it, speak it into existence. Um, <laughs> but yeah, much much success to that. And, and I know how important gaming, you know, I'm not a gamer like you, but I, I grew up, you know, like I'm 32. So the 90s, yeah. being with yeah. my, my nephews, my, uh, not nephews, being with my cousins and my brothers where we were playing the Zeldas and the competitive yeah. state of, you know, getting to the next level or playing Street Fighter and and how we were in one small room um, yep. trying to all be either compete with each other or beat the game and and um, how that really built our relationship because it helps with relationships too. We were, we were so close during those times, that young, um, you know, that young age we were playing those games, being in the room. I think that's that's the most fun fun we ever had compared to even being outside was sitting yeah. in front of the game and gaming and talking all, about yeah. stuff. All night, all like all day, especially yeah. sometime out of school. Oh right. man, we go out, play, have fun, <laughs> come home, play the games. Oh man, we did it all, man. It was great. Right, exactly. Right. So, uh, before we end this episode, like tell the people how they can find you, what projects you have <laughs> coming up, what you want people to register for, any you know, you. gaming events that you streaming. Go ahead. Got you. 
So, well, um, what I would say is uh, Google me. Everything is hip-hop gamer across the board, whether it's Twitter, IG, Facebook, whatever. Everything is hip-hop gamer across the board. So just Google me, see everything that's going on. That's one thing. Um, in terms of, uh, you know, events, um, you know, every week, Wednesday, 1 p.m., um, the hip-hop gamer um, show, well, actually it's called We Got Game, but that's a show that I do on Hot 97 um, once a week on Wednesdays. So make sure y'all check that out. Um, actually today, uh, you know, even though it's today's Thursday that we're filming this, um, I got WNBA champion Ariel Powers that's gonna okay. be a guest on the show. So, uh, you know, like stay tuned um, for that once that's you know officially posted and broadcasted. Y'all can check that out on 97. And um, also, uh, I'm, I'm doing something huge with uh, my gaming and guidance program. So, April 28th of this mm -hmm. month. Um, on Hot 97, youtube.com slash Hot 97, uh, we're going to be able to, you know, talk with principals, talk with the kids, and see how they're, yeah. you know, handling this pandemic. Mm -hmm. And and also, I'm using video games as a way to teach about what's going on in the pandemic because there's games that actually speak on that. Like, there's mm. big, yo, it's okay. crazy. So stay tuned for that, April 28th, 1 p.m. as well. All right. Well, thank you so much, um, Hip Hop Gamer, for joining us for this episode. It's actually our last episode for the season. And, All right. You know, we're going to pick back up probably this fall as well. But um, whatever you have coming out, please feel free to, you know, share it with the reload and we'll post it. We're here to support you and um, your endeavors and what you're doing um, in terms of music and gaming and um, mental health and teaching the youth, you know, the importance of gaming and how they can make money off of this as well. It's not just Absolutely. about playing. You can... You know, have a stable financial. Yeah, life. you could be a you could be a yeah. lawyer, you could be an animator, um, um, uh, shoutcaster, uh, content creator. Mm -hmm. There's so many things in um gaming space. Like, for example, Spike Lee wrote the story in NBA 2K, I think 18, if I'm not mistaken. Oh, but uh, but that's yeah, but that's what I'm that's saying. Cool. It's like like you could be a writer whatever it, it don't matter actor voice acting like whatever it is there's so many uh avenues in the gaming space you know you could be a coach in esports like it, you know uh shout out to my own girl melita you know she's um um a, uh, a nurse you know mm -hmm. for um esport teams as well as the nba mm -hmm. the nba so it's like all this stuff is real like this stuff is real man so um Whatever y'all want to do, uh, it can definitely definitely be done in the gaming space now, for real. There's right. opportunities everywhere. All right, well, All right. thank you so much, man. And thank you guys for tuning in to The Reload. We'll catch you next season. Peace. Out.